0: Welcome to episode twenty-eight of the Family Geekery podcast. I'm Chris.
1: I'm Amber. And I'm Danny.
0: And today we're going to talk about the cartoons we grew up with. Does that sound like a fun subject? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be fun. There are too many, uh, too many to list, but we've got list each of us. But before that, let's talk about any news or activities this week. Anything going on, girls?
1: Well, I guess I'll, I'll give the. The magic news um as i always do uh but hasbro right now is having pulse con which i guess is just another one of those conventions and they're doing a team up with wizards of the coast and making um magic cards and i thought this was pretty relevant especially since we're talking about cartoons today but so far they just announced that they're going to have some transformers cards um and they've had some Transformers cards before, um, like just Optimus Prime, I think. But now they're they're putting some other ones out there. Um, with my personal favorite, Soundwave, in addition to the others, and it looks pretty cool. And they're going to be available sprinkled in to the next um, the next set, which will be Brothers War.
0: Do the do the cards like transform? Like, do their abilities change as the game goes on, or something?
1: Yeah, they like flip. So on one side you have like them in robot form and then the other side you have them in like transformed form. So like car or truck or whatever. Um, And they have different ways to flip them and um, different abilities when they're flipped on each side.
0: When you flip, do you have to go?
1: (laughs) Because
0: if you don't, it doesn't count. You like lose (laughs) mana or something.
1: No, but that w- that should be an added rule. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe I can get bonus bonus mana for my I <laughs> practice that daily. <laughs> what about you, Danny? Anything going on?
2: Not really. Nothing we gotta new. Gotta
0: get you some new games. Yeah. You've been playing the Switch at all? Uh no. No. We gotta get you some games. Mm-hmm. Gotta get you a life. <laughs> all your social events got no time for games. <laughs> well, That's cool. Uh, I, I don't have much going on this week myself either. I think I played uh, a little bit of games, but but nothing much to uh, to report on. So let's get right into the episode. The cartoons we grew up with, and who come up with this uh, with this idea? Which one of you? I did. And why'd you come up with this idea?
1: I don't know. It just randomly popped in my head. I thought it it would be fun.
0: We talked about the games back in episode 25, the games and toys and stuff, the the geeky gadgets. And this kind of ties in with that because all the shows we're going to talk about had uh, commercials. (laughs) 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 Or they were themselves commercials for toys. And uh, that's going to drive your, your interests one way or the other. So, who wants to start off? We're gonna do this round robin, or are we just gonna roll through three people individually? Probably just roll through. Sure, yeah. Who's gonna start first? We're gonna go age again. Sure, Danny, Danny first.
2: Okay. I guess I'll start off with one of my favorites. It was it was popular. It was backyardigans.
0: Oh yeah, it good was, show.
2: Yeah, it was a good one. It's one of the ones I have the most memory of cuz some of these on my list I was like really young. This one I remember a bit more. Um we had a backyard again CD that we would <laughs> listen to as we went to sleep when we were little. And I still still can um know some of the songs. Um I like I like this so, um, show so much that I was actually Pablo for Halloween one year.
0: That's right. <laughs> Cutest little Pablo in, yeah, in the whole neighborhood. It was like I a was. little
1: onesie. It was
2: so cute. I was, but all I can remember was it was really itchy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, No Halloween costumes are supposed to be comfortable. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: This is going to be fun for me because up to a certain age you watch shows based on what your parents put on the TV for you. And then, after that, you start watching shows of your own volition, so it'll be kind of neat to see the the transitions between like the the shows that you didn't watch because your parents thought they were too annoying versus <laughs> <laughs> the shows that that we wanted to watch you know that we could tolerate and Backyard was definitely a, a decent show that I could tolerate it was It was funny and it was cute hmm so what else you got?
2: I got word world oh yeah oh yeah and this one i don't know if it was that much talked about um like remembered nowadays but it was basically it was like a bunch of animals and whatever animal it was like pig the actually the actual word pig would make the animal and that's what they would look like and i guess it was more of like a learning show help kids like spell and like see um like letters and stuff so i thought that was cool it was, it was cute
0: yeah when we were uh when i was young there was uh the letter people you ever seen the letter people no no it wasn't a cartoon but it was something that they'd play in school and it was like uh almost like muppets but uh they were just single letters and you're mm-hmm. supposed to learn about things by these these letter people, and then if you're real lucky, your teacher would actually bring in one. I don't know if it was like a a school sponsored like program that you know, like Scholastic or something that each school would get several of these letters, and they could the teachers could bring them in and make them you know puppet them around a little bit, but nothing as cool as seeing a pig named Pig that looks like a pig.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, another show I watched, I don't know when this came out. I think it came out before, like, my time, but I remember watching it,
1: Rugrats.
0: (laughs) We watched a lot of Rugrats.
1: Yeah, that was before your time, Danny. (laughs) (laughs) Was it?
0: Rugrats goes all the way back to my time, almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's been around a while, yeah.
2: But they never aged up, did they? Oh, well, no, they, they did. did. They, they did, did. in the, yeah. It's a middle school or Rugrats whatever. Rugrats all grown up. <laughs> um, I remember the movies the most. Oh, yeah. um, Like when they went to Japan.
0: Oh, to film the Riptar movie or something.
2: Mm-hmm. And Chucky's dad, like, gets married or something.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right.
1: Wasn't that Paris? Rugrats in Paris? Oh, maybe. One of those.
0: They sure did travel a lot.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um, next I have Amber. I don't know if I think you remember this one. Back at the barnyard.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I remember
2: that. It was, it was a show about barnyard animals, and they all like they're like barn animals, but they were. Human, like they walked on two legs, they talked, and all that kind of stuff. And I don't remember much of the plot.
1: Well, it was based on the movie, there was the movie first, oh. but it was kind of like you know, Toy Story, where and um, like Madagascar, where like they were trying to escape the farm, but like when a human came around, they would you know go back to pretending like animals, yeah.
0: I get all those mixed up, like that one and Home on the Range.
1: Mm. Yeah, I and think I this one was DreamWorks. Was yeah, was
0: either one of them as good as Shaun the Sheep?
1: No, <laughs> I remember that one. <laughs> That's a cute one.
2: A uh, more recent show that, or like I watched later was Total Drama Island. Oh yeah. I remember watching that one. That one, we it came out with multiple seasons, so we kind of like grew up with it. And I w- it was just funny. It was like unique. And um, as, as I got older, I realized it's basically just a <laughs> funny kind of messed up version of Survivor.
0: Yeah, just a parody yeah. of Survivor.
2: <laughs> and... It was just really funny. I remember watching it before school some mornings and I remember we would like root for a character. yeah, yeah, it, it was a good it was good.
1: And they also spoofed on um amazing race also.
2: Yeah, oh, for the one of the seasons.
1: Yeah, the, the movie one. It was like no. well they had Total Drama Island then Total Drama um... action action and then total drama world tour Mm -hmm. that one was like kind of similar to amazing race but then like after they had a a more similar one where like they were actually paired like Mm an amazing race i remember that
2: one and then i guess my last show i'll talk about is also newer um, adventure time that one i I really liked
1: yeah
0: that's the one with Princess Bubblegum and
2: yeah, and Jake the Dog.
0: What's what's the fat lumpy space... lumpy space princess? princess, space princess.
2: Yeah. Um Lady. I just Rainy remember girl. walking
0: th- walking <laughs> like through the living room and seeing that show on, and I'd just have to stop and be like, "What in the heck is going on?" <laughs> <laughs> it was
2: it was like each episode would like introduce like new funny characters or like worlds, and yeah, they're just really unique things and plots.
0: Didn't we meet like one of the artists that that uh, did the comic series? For, yeah. Uh, for one of the comic book companies.
1: Uh-huh. He's the okay. guy that makes Catbug, right?
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he was uh we got like a signed poster that he did of of like Jake and Finn or something for you guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was at the first uh the first Comic-Con here. Yeah, very cool. So as we go through these lists, of course, uh, go feel free to to jump on and speak on someone else's because I know something that Amber says is going to spark a memory for you, Danny, and, and vice mm-hmm. versa. So, so uh, you done with your list for now? And yep. All right, let's hand it over to Amber.
1: Okay. Well, I've quite a few more <laughs> listed than Danny came up with. Um, I, in doing my research, I say that lightly um, for this episode. I kind of went channel by channel. Um, Just remembering ones, you know, going down the Wikipedia page and and seeing all the ones that stood out to me that I remember watching. So I'll start off with Disney Channel. Um, And probably my favorite cartoon that I watched was Gravity Falls. Um, And that one was just so cool. Uh, I remember, you know, being in, in late, elementary early middle school and trying to solve the riddles because they had like a little easter eggs and hints throughout the episodes and at the end of the episodes they'd have like a little like string of letters you'd have to decode um and so i remember one of my friends and i we we sat and watched the entire first season and tried to decode all the all the little messages um and that one was really good i i didn't end up finishing it because Um, I just like got older and, and stopped watching Disney channel as much, but that is definitely one that I do have to go back and rewatch. Um, but this next one, I vividly remember writing as my favorite TV show in third grade, you know, on the first day of school, everyone has to, you know, Oh, who's your favorite singer? What's your favorite food? So Phineas and Ferb was my favorite TV (laughs) show in third grade. Um, and I don't remember if we talked about this before, but uh Phineas and Ferb first came out right after I believe the High School Musical 2 movie, right? Right after High School Musical 2, they had like like 15 minutes to fill in the time slot or whatever, so they did a the first like the first half of the first episode of Phineas and Ferb because it was like one of those shows where you get two stories in one 30-minute episode. Um and so when we saw that and you know, we kind of like didn't watch it much after that, but then we found Phineas and Ferb again, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I loved everything about it. You know, good songs, <laughs> good episodes. <laughs> um, Squirrels in my pants. Yeah. yeah.
0: I like how um, it was, it was always, every episode was always two different stories going on. Yeah. That would converge several times throughout the episode. I thought that was uh, so well done.
1: It was really cool, and all the characters were so so well-written. Um, I, then...
0: I always remember, by, by the theme song, saying there's, what, 101 days in summer vacation. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. I was thinking, well, that's, that's horrible, <laughs> because they're going to get to 101 episodes, and then it's going to be right o- over. They nope. can't continue. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they found a way.
2: <laughs> yeah. I uh, actually had a, a strong opinion about Phineas and Ferb, I wasn't that into it. I wasn't into, like, the type of shows that kind of had the same plot every episode, which it was, like, kind of the thing, because Candace was like, oh, Phineas and Ferb are doing crazy stuff. Look, Mom. Oh, nope, it's gone. And (laughs) I didn't really like how it was kind of repetitive, but it definitely had a story to it with um, Perry the Platypus and um, Divin Smurts and, like, their relationship like frenemies and like um, all that kind of stuff, but I wasn't that interested since it was like repetitive.
0: They called yeah. it a throwback. It, it basically just threw back to itself every episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, you knew how every episode would end, but I thought they just came up with the the most interesting ideas, like like mm-hmm. a crazy putt putt, and I don't know. It was it was so cool. Um, the last Disney Channel one that I wrote down was Kim Possible. Um, and that one, you know, iconic. Um, I didn't watch a whole lot of it cause at that time I was probably watching mostly like Hannah Montana and stuff, but, um, I did watch Possible when I saw it on and I thought it was really cool. Um, and you know, the old naked mole rat and mm-hmm. the nachos. I remember the nacho restaurant a lot. Um, <laughs> um, but then, uh, moving on to Nickelodeon, um,
0: let me, I let me it. stop you real quick. I got a funny little uh add-in to that the okay. King Impossible thing. A- as an adult, I'll be walking around town and hear another adult's phone go off and it go
2: <laughs> doo, doo,
1: doo, doo. Yeah. And,
0: and you you stop and you think, should I should I like give them the wink that I know what that is? <laughs> What's the stitch? Or, or should I just like <laughs> let it go because he might be creepy creepy dude or something? <laughs> but yeah iconic uh, iconic ringtone
1: yeah so moving on to Nickelodeon uh the first one I put was Rugrats um obviously we talked about that before but loved it great <laughs> you got to see some babies with their baby logic and it was really mm-hmm. cool um
0: and a screwdriver always in the diaper right yeah Didn't Tommy always have a screwdriver <laughs> in his diaper
1: yeah my favorite character was chucky he's adorable (laughs) he was so Um, cute (laughs) and then fairly odd parents uh that (laughs) one was really good um and i've seen a new theory going around uh recently that i guess the fairies are the only ones with pupils you know like everyone has like their the like iris and then like a black dot and the fairies are the only ones with the black dot you know but now like the people are I guess re-watching it and realizing that Trixie who the is the girl that that Timmy was it Timmy? Yeah, Timmy was an average kid. Timmy has a crush on Trixie and her best friend has the pupil so there's a theory mm-hmm. that her best friend is her um, fairy so well, nothing's me. confirmed but the one of the creators <laughs> did like make a little. TikTok was like, "Oh yeah, this theory," and then he cut it off before he said anything.
2: Um, <laughs> I saw a theory that Boop wasn't like the Green Fairy's baby. It was like the I forget that Wanda like had a baby with you remember like the muscular kind of yeah. fairy. That was just. But kind Cosmo
1: of a, gave birth to Boop.
2: Oh, that's, yeah. wasn't Cosmo the pregnant pregnant yeah.
1: one? Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: It was a um, funny
1: show. And then moving right along to Jimmy Neutron. Um, and they had a a crossover, I believe. And that was pretty oh, they cool. Did. Yeah. I, I didn't watch too much of Jimmy Neutron, but the crossover was really cool. Um, and then I put My Life as a Teenage Robot. I almost put that one. But... I watched it a lot, but I don't have any memory of it. Yeah. Like, I remember liking it. And I remember, you know, the concept of a robot girl going to like human school, mm-hmm. um, and it was really cool. But I don't know, maybe I should rewatch it. Um, then Danny Phantom, really oh, good show. Yeah. Watched a lot of it. Um, probably one of the best cartoons that Nickelodeon had. Mm-hmm. Um, really cool ghost villains in every episode. Uh, then my last Nickelodeon show was SpongeBob. And I won't say that I enjoyed watching Spongebob. I'm sure that I would have had I seen, you know, all of the episodes. But, of course, you know, you turn on Nickelodeon and Spongebob was, like, the most popular show. And, like, for, like, two whole hours, it would be Spongebob. But, like, every day it would be, like, the same 20 episodes. Same episodes. And so I have, I, I can probably quote episodes by heart, but... <laughs> But only those couple ones that I've seen a billion times. Um, I remember Danny and I, we used to go to the gym with our parents <laughs> and we'd get like, we'd just go on the, the little bikes and they had the TV screen. So we would put on um, Nickelodeon and we'd just watch Spongebob <laughs> most of <laughs> the time with subtitles because we would forget to bring headphones. Yeah. But, yeah. So that one wouldn't say it was one of my favorites but it's like iconic for you know every person our age i think Um, i
2: watched it more than you did
1: yeah i would say you did i I was kind of like too cool for spongebob
2: (laughs) (laughs) except the one episode about um what was his name like doodle bob or something yeah scared me
1: the that one didn't scare me but the one with the gorilla scared me Oh, yeah. Where he, he put the him in the bag thing. and he started, like... No, 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 no. Like, they had a guy in a gorilla suit come and, like, put SpongeBob in a bag and, like, <laughs> like in a sack and started swinging him around. <laughs> My favorite yeah.
0: was the imagination one.
1: Oh, oh.
2: <laughs> There was also the episode where... Um, he had to like draw a circle around him, or and if he stepped out of the circle, like the bear
1: shark yeah. thing would get him. That one was, yeah, scary. and Squidward kept getting attacked by it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then Cartoon Network, you know, probably had the best cartoons, um, hence the name. Um, but I wrote down a couple Teen Titans Go. You know, I watched a little bit of the original Teen Titans, but it was a tiny bit before my time like i was a little bit older when i started watching cartoon network so teen titans go was on around that time um adventure time we talked about before but i remember getting really invested in adventure time around like the end of the third season they had like a a huge like season finale and i remember it was such a big deal and um it was kind of like meta i don't know it was really cool
2: with the villain the like yeah, like a, Pri- in a Prismo universe or something. Prismo
1: or something. Oh, and the snail. The snail, snail. being... In, oh, like yeah, with the lich. Egg. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then regular show, we watched a lot oh, of that. that was a good one. That was really good. Um, Amazing World of Gumball. Um, I also wrote down Total Drama. I I probably watched that one more than you did or I don't know. I feel like I watched more of the seasons, um, like, especially after we stopped getting cable um, and yeah. watch them back on Netflix. Yeah. They're um, all on
2: Netflix now.
1: Yeah. And they, they have a, a baby one now, like baby total drama, Like oh. total drama Rama. I think it's called. Yeah. And then we saw one episode of playing on the TV and some of the characters just look so crazy. Like, <laughs> like they don't even look like the older character, mm-hmm. uh, but I remember liking that one a lot. Cause it was like, a little edgy i remember they said crud and i was like oh, that's a dirty word <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad word they said crud on tv <laughs> um i just but, liked how
2: cruel um what was his name chris <laughs> chris and um the the chef yeah was, this was so funny
1: um and did you know that in the first season they had different winners depending on where it, it aired.
2: It, yeah, Like different. it was
1: Owen and Gwen. And I remember when we watched it, Owen won, mm-hmm. but there's like an alternate release, probably in Canada. I think Gwen won because the whole yeah. show takes place in Canada. Um, then like a throwback to our, our gadgets episode, Codename Kids Next Door. You know, I watched it on my, on my juice box, but also watched it on TV when it was on um, Johnny test. We watched that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, And then there was this whole thing where in the mornings on Cartoon Network, they would play anime. And the only one I cared about was Pokemon. That's the only one I really knew about. And this is the only one I cared about. But of course, like, you know, they'd play like Bakugan and and Yu-Gi-Oh. But we would wake up like early in the morning before school to like go to daycare. And getting ready, I'd be watching you know, Pokemon. I was like, oh man, like, like, oh, I don't, I don't even know what shows were on at that point because we weren't, I don't know. It was like before Adventure Time era, but I guess like other, like Disney Channel and Nickelodeon were doing like Nick at Night and stuff. So Cartoon Network was the only one with shows on. And I remember watching a little bit of Pokemon like that. Um, but just, like, kind of being, like, oh, man, it's Bakugan and not Pokemon. (laughs) Like, (laughs) put the good anime on. Um, and then Boomerang was another good one that had some throwbacks. Um, Flintstones, the Jetsons, Scooby-Doo, which has been running for forever. Um, Smurfs and Snorks. Um... The Snorks was probably the one we watched the most. Or at least the, the one I watched the most. Yeah. Underwater, really they really cool. got nice. snorkels coming out of their yeah. Mm. I, I couldn't tell you what the plot was for any of them. but <laughs> it was just the
0: Smurfs underwater. Yeah. <laughs> they had their little, their little village and then there was bad guys somewhere.
1: Yeah. And then now I just have my other section where I couldn't remember what channel I watched it on or, or where I I watched it but um Little Bear we mm-hmm. watched a lot as little kids and um Franklin w- was that show just called Franklin or Yeah,
2: I looked it up. Too. Oh, okay.
1: And then um Stanley's Great Big Book of Everything was a good one. I don't know if you watched that at all, Danny.
2: Mm, a little I kid and he remember. had a
1: fish and he would like go to like the rainforest or something. No. Mm. And then Powerpuff Girls. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Um, you liked Bubbles
2: because she was yeah blue. she was
1: blue. Obviously, she's the best one. I think I liked Buttercup. <laughs> I don't remember the third one. Blossom. Blossom. Yeah. Um, Gem and the Holograms. That was a good one. And older show but i liked it a lot um like a like a rock star group and they had like their secret identities of their like celebrities i guess and were, were there actual holograms involved or was that their, just their name
0: i think that was the name of you know her backup group uh, okay i'm not sure why why <laughs> they were called that
1: But one of the quotes from that show is, gems are truly outrageous. You know, that's one of their songs. And um, in League of Legends, there was a character, Tarek, who is like a crystal guy. He has like a crystal hammer. And he recently got reworked. Well, not recently. It was a while ago. But before his rework, one of his voice lines was, gems are truly outrageous. Truly outrageous. And (laughs) I remember figuring that out and like, oh, my God, I know that reference. Um, my last two that I have are Hello Kitty's Paradise, which we had on DVD. And um, I don't know if we had the whole season because I just remember watching the same couple episodes over and over again.
0: I think it had probably four episodes on it.
1: <laughs> and one of them scared me a lot as a kid because <laughs> it was Hello Kitty and her sister. And they kind of went to this old witch's house and the old witch was like, Trying to, I don't know if she was trying to eat them or kill them or what. Probably nothing too scary because it was a kid's show. Um, But that scared me. And I remember in between the episodes, they would have little, like, not commercials, but little segments of, like, what's this? And it would take, like, a piece of clay and, like, mold it. And, like, it turned into a vacuum cleaner. And over time, it it would, like, add the handle. And I don't know. I just remember that, like, very vividly. And finally, the last show that I put down was Winx Club, which was one of my favorite kids as a show, shows as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite kids. Um, and it was so cool. We had like a couple Winx Club toys and mm-hmm. it was so cool, like the fairies. And then when they added like their boyfriends, <laughs> I like it was that really show. cool. Yeah. Which one was your favorite, Danny? Um, uh,
2: I don't know. I remember we had favorites. Um we had a couple of dolls, I think. Yeah. Um I think I don't know. I liked I liked those type of shows where like there was Winx Club and then there's like Monster High and like we all yeah. had like favorite ones of those. But I don't remember all the characters. Mm. Fake
1: fan. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, there's my long list of every single cartoon I could recall from my childhood.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's hard because all of a sudden you'll think of another one and you'll be <laughs> yeah. like, oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I did watch that a lot. So uh, I didn't grow up with, with channels like Cartoon Network and stuff. We, we, we didn't grow up with 24-hour cartoon channels. So hmm. we either watched Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons or... You know, if we were lucky, we'd get one in, you know, one episode of something in before school or we'd, most of it would be after school and you know, you'd get home from school, put on the TV and watch nothing but commercials for, for toys that you're going to bug your parents <laughs> about. But I've got mine separated into kind of like genres. I've got classics, uh, comic book themed ones, zany, a uh, little bit of anime and then and then uh, cartoons based on toys, or toys based on cartoons. I guess that goes (laughs) hand in hand, thanks to Hasbro. So with the classics, of course, you got Flintstones and Jetsons. Um, Watched a lot of that growing up. And then Scooby-Doo. There was, uh, you guys probably never seen it, but there was a lot of Scooby-Doo wannabe shows. And some of them were really, really crazy. There was one that had like a, he was like a purple dog, but he had like a goatee. He looked like a beatnik and he looked like he was stoned all the time. And, and he had a bunch of chicks with him. And they what went around heck? and they solved they solved <laughs> mysteries. So it was it was a formula that worked, I guess. <laughs> and then the ultimate uh classics, like the Merry Melodies and the the Looney Tunes. So you got all your Bugs Bunny cartoons and you know, a lot of those that, that I grew up watching, you don't realize, but they were probably written in the you know, forties and fifties and stuff and and I'm watching them as a kid in the in the seventies, thinking that it's uh you know, that it's written for me, but that it's crazy to see a lot of like Bugs Bunny like in during World War II or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Doing yeah. war propaganda. There was some war propaganda episodes every now and then. Mm-hmm. Um so you got all those uh of course the uh the Merry Melodies and all those uh great characters, the Tweety Bird and all those that we we know and love, um, Yogi's gang. So Yogi Bear, and he had a bunch of. I guess this was all Hanna Barbera based cartoons. So ones that would go on and be on like uh, Cartoon Network or Boomer- I guess Boomerang was the yeah. Hanna Barbera one. So ones cartoons that would end up those characters would end up being on Boomerang for for your generation. Um, but that was a lot of fun, and then the the Rocky and Bullwink Rocky and Bullwinkle show that had all the different, uh, not just Rocky and Bullwinkle episodes, but they had, um, the, of course, Boris and Natasha were part of that. And then, uh, what was the little kid, Sherman and Sherman and Peabody, a oh. little kid and the dog mm-hmm. and the dog was the master of the kid. Yeah. <laughs> and they'd go time travel in his machine and you would learn something, you know, cause they'd go back in history and you'd learn something mm-hmm. good and old education.
2: They made a movie like yeah. a couple of years ago about that.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did we actually see that?
2: I, I think so. I, I think, think we, we probably rented it. it. Either, yeah. yeah. I think we got it like in red box or something.
0: Yeah. That was a good show. And then, uh, I don't know if this, if this one is officially canceled or not, but I watched it a lot. You have any, any guesses to what it was? Hmm. Fad Albert and the Cosby kids.
1: Oh, oh so that yeah. was, it was
0: a, it was a great show and you'd always learn something. You know, it's one of those, it's like the, uh, the cartoon equivalent of, um, what's, what's that sad music TV show that you Full guys watch? House. Full House. Full house. <laughs> <laughs> sad
1: music TV show.
0: So it's like a, uh, a cartoon in the hood version of Full House. <laughs> <laughs> it's like in the Bronx instead of in, uh, in San Francisco, <laughs> but always good lessons. Uh, the, the one thing that I still re- remember today is that if you get your ton- tonsils taken out, you're going to get ice cream. And I can made contest. A so- they made a song about it. So yeah, lots of lots of classics. A couple shows uh, based on comics, and I, I'm probably too old to uh, to include in all the great ones like the uh, the X Men animated series and stuff like that. So back in in my day, we had the Super Friends, and they had several variations of the Super Friends. It seemed like it started like way back in the in the '60s with just uh, Superman, Batman, Aquaman. I think was it, and maybe maybe Wonder Woman. And but by the time uh, it had gone through a couple different name changes, like Adventures of the Super Friends or Super Friends, you know, Adventures or something, whatever, whatever <laughs> they changed the name to. Um, the the version that I watched had, um, and, and if you look at like screenshots of the of the show, you'll see like the four people, and then there'll be like six people, and then there'll be like twelve people. <laughs> so the version I had had a lot more. So you had, of course, Superman, Batman, Robin, Wonder Woman. You had Hawkman and Hawk Girl. You had the Wonder Twins, which were the the two twins that could turn into things. That had their they
1: were in an episode of Teen Titans Go.
0: Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Was yeah. was there Monkey Gleek in it also?
1: I don't remember.
0: Gleek was fun. And then uh then they had some kids, like some human kids that had no powers but they were just like part of the show for some reason. <laughs> um and a couple other characters in there. That's the that's the version that I watched and it was pretty cool.
1: It was pretty cool once they made like the like next Avengers equivalent, the like Young Justice or whatever. Oh yeah, that show is pretty cool. From the couple episodes I watched,
0: yeah, those those characters can be rebooted a million times, and they're still good. The other the other comic one I remember watching is what's called the New Fantastic Four, and that had uh, Mister Fantastic, Sue Storm, which they called Invisible Girl, not Invisible Woman, hmm. um, and it had Ben Grimm, the Thing, and then it had Herbie, which was a robot. And I grew up with the uh, the the notion, and I probably told you guys that they used Herbie instead of the Human Torch because they didn't want kids to p- put themselves on fire and end yeah. up Human Torch. <laughs> well, I learned in in research of this, again loosely termed research, <laughs> that Herbie it wasn't because of that. It was because the Human Torch was already licensed to a different TV channel for oh. a potential uh, movie. Oh. So they were going to make a Human Torch movie, which imagine the logistics of that in the 70s. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you've seen any of the Marvel uh, live action shows of the 80s, like with uh, Nick Fury and Captain America. <laughs> uh-huh. They are just hideous looking. Just when was absolute, the Hulk on? Uh, 70s, 80s.
1: Oh, so it would have been like that?
0: Yeah, well, the Hulk was light years beyond the the other ones I've listed. <laughs> So I can't imagine what, how in the heck they would do a a human torch back then with <laughs> without CGI or anything. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm guessing that's why they did, never made it. But that's the that's the real reason why uh, Herbie was on there. So
1: politics.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but Herbie, I guess, actually made it into canon in the comics, and he w- he's been written in many many different uh, comics over the years. I guess he was a like a babysitter robot. <laughs> or, uh, when, when, uh, Sue Storm had a child. Um, so yeah, Herbie, which is an acronym that I didn't bother to write down what it stands for.
1: Any relation to Herbie fully loaded?
0: <laughs> no, no, no relation to the, the VW bug. So next category, zany. Um, one of my favorites was Captain Caveman and the Teen Angels. The what you now? Have, you, you have no recollection of Captain no. Caveman, and I can't list Captain Caveman without doing the Captain Caveman uh, uh, yell. So I'm gonna I'm gonna move God. the mic back a little bit. So Captain Caveman was maybe like a, a four foot tall, just hairy monster. So for some reason, instead of looking Crow Magnon, he was just like cousin it almost like just just nothing but hair. And which was a which was a cool trope because whenever he needed something, he would just pull he just put his hand into his hair and pull it out. Like, <laughs> but but he uh, whenever it was time he had he had like a club he had a club that would help him fly I guess he had a little cape and stuff and whenever it was time to to go into action he would yell, "Here we go, <laughs> Captain
2: Caveman!" <laughs> oh my gosh. You Sound like Cookie Monster.
0: It was kind of like the cookie monster. And then he'd he'd raise his club into the air. And I think his club, even like the end of it, would open up and there'd be like a little uh, bird in there or something like that. I don't know. but but they But the Teen Angels was a bunch of teenage girls that followed him around. And I think they would go and fight crime and solve mysteries and stuff. So (laughs) it was just a Scooby-Doo equivalent of of a caveman instead of a dog that that smoked weed. (laughs) Uh, We had the Laugh-Olympics. Do you remember the Laugh Olympics? Have you ever seen the Laugh Olympics? No. So that was like a combination of a bunch of uh, cartoon characters that had different teams. You had the Dastard Lees, which was uh, the bad guy from, I guess, the Dastard Lee I think he'd been in a couple different cartoons, and he had a dog that would always just wheeze. <laughs> And then uh, you had Yogi Bear and Huckleberry Hound and and all those all those different characters and they had different teams and they'd do a race or they do Olympics and stuff. There was a Wacky Racers. Oh, I remember w-
1: Wacky Racers, where
0: they where they raced cars. And then Laugh Olympics was like Olympic type events. And what I remember about that is the the good guys didn't always win. Like each episode, you know, the the bad guys were cheating. Like every single episode, you know, they'd find mm-hmm. some way to cheat. But sometimes their cheating would, would enable them to actually win. So wow. I thought that was kind of neat how, how they didn't like just make the good guys always end up on top. But that was a lot of fun because you got a lot of funny characters going on. And that was kind of in the, in the same time period. And, and you won't have any, any knowledge of this. But there's a lot of comedy movies, like live-action comedy movies, like adult movies, um, that were based on some kind of cross-country race of some sort. Um, so there was the cannonball run was, was a famous one, um, where, where all these comedians are, are traveling cross country in cars and they're trying to, to get to the end fast to win some big prize. So that, it kind of went hand in hand at that same time period. Hmm. Then there was, uh, Hong Kong Fui. You ever hear of Hong Kong Fui? No. He was a, a dog who had a secret identity that he would uh, change in Hong Kong Fui, which basically meant he just. Uh, put on a uh, like a karate gi and uh, a little black mask that he'd tie around, you know, just the eye mask thing. And now this, this dog, which I think was like a, a businessman or something by day, <laughs> he was Hong, Hong Kong fooey, and and he would go and karate chop all the bad guys. <laughs> um, but, but I think he learned his skills from some ancient you know, Chinese master or something. I don't know. But that was fun. In the anime category, only have a, a couple, um, and we talked about it in our anime episode. Battle of the Planets was uh, was probably my favorite, and that was that was probably the oldest. Like I was a, a little kid watching that, and like I said in the anime uh, episode, that was a Americanization, of course, of some Japanese show. And then uh, and then Robotech of course we talked about that in length in the in the anime but I love those shows but if you ask me about like the cartoons that were most formative for me well besides Beavis and Butthead <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've often said I'm just a, a byproduct of of Beavis and Butthead <laughs> either thank me or hate me for that but the uh, probably the the middle school age you know that's like the prime of your consumption uh because that's when you're get you get to choose because you're coming home from school and you get to choose what you're going to watch um they were all based on toys so gi joe you know being a being a kid growing up gi joe was probably the coolest thing ever for me and i'd watch the show every day and uh it's fun because the bad guys never die you know they always if their plane gets shot down, you see a parachute pop out. <laughs> and and if there's a big battle, like across the battleground, there's lasers going everywhere, but nobody ever gets hit. <laughs> you know, it's kind of fun. But G.I. Joe was, was huge because that was, like I said before, uh, a toy. You know, we love the toys. It was a comic book. It was a TV show. It was like the trifecta. And uh, Larry Hama, who we met at one of the Comic-Cons, was mm-hmm. the guy who... Yeah basically wrote all the characters and it was his job to give life to all these characters because Hasbro was telling him, Hey, we, we need to crank out, you know, 10 more uh, toys because <laughs> <laughs> everybody already owns Duke and lady J and roadblock. We, we need to get some more out. Okay. Well, I'll make a diver and I'll make a, an astronaut and got to come up with some cool bad guys, of course. And so he was, he was busy writing all these stories for all these people all these backstories, And then, you get to learn about them in the comics, learn about them in the cartoons. And then, and then next thing you know, Hey, look, they're on the, on the shelves at at Kmart and Walmart and KB toys and all your favorite toy stores. So that was cool. Another Hasbro classic, of course, the transformers. And these were kind of like almost at the same time. Um, so the transformers, awesome toys, um, and, and a great show. I, I loved the show. Um, Again another another story of uh, we we've destroyed our, our home. War has, has torn it up. we have to find, you know, <laughs> another place to live and the bad guys are like they just want to rape and pillage the, the new place and the, the good guys want to learn from their mistakes and and not destroy their new home. So it's kind of a good good story and good lesson to, to learn by as we continue to destroy our own earth, <laughs> <laughs> I, guess, I guess nobody learned, uh, but the transformers, they weren't the only, uh, they weren't the only transforming robots or robot shows of their time. Once, once something becomes popular, then everybody ro- uh, just rips it off. So there was uh, let me list out a couple more of them. The mighty orbots. You ever hear the mighty orbots briefly, <clears throat> they were kind of, uh, kind of weird. And I don't think they ever made toys. So that's that why show, they failed. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think before the transformers, there was actually challenge of the go bots. Whoa. And I actually had um, go bots. <clears throat> and I think the, the Gobots came to America from, I think I want to say like the matchbox company brought them over or something. So they were in, in competition with Hasbro with their transformers and they didn't they didn't win because their show wasn't near as good. But they made uh they made some pretty neat uh, pretty neat toys. They were a lot more simple. Like some of them you just literally like fold in half twice and, and it's transformed. <laughs> you know, you're not like rotating arms and legs and stuff like that. Um but but they were good. And then uh Voltron, of course. Mm-hmm that was that was a cool one because anytime you can get like things that transform but also can combine together to make something even cooler right that's like a formula for success right there so Voltron I think I that- started
1: watching the reboot of that Netflix rebooted it and I watched the first couple episodes it was pretty good um, I yeah, know I like there's the- like a like a following for it
0: I like the whole story of how the you know, they're supposed to be the defenders of the universe, and but the, the lines were all distributed all over the planet, and they have to go and find them and, and get them back so they can form together to, to form Voltron. And it was when, when we'd watch that show as a kid, uh, I'd usually be watching it with one of my friends, you know, at his house or my house or something. It was like a, a huge scene whenever Voltron got completely, you know, they'd have the little cut scene mm-hmm. where all the, all the lines would transform into Voltron. And then once everything's all locked into place, he'd always draw the sword. He had like a laser sword. He'd always like draw that sword. And you're like, "Oh yeah, it's on now. Like Voltron's <laughs> gonna kick some butt." So that was that was a great show. And that's uh, that's the end of my list. I know I left a, a ton out. Um, when I started going through uh, going through like like you did, I just went through like Googled best cartoons of the 70s and 80s and we see all these and there's like all kinds of ones that, that i'd forgotten and some it's funny how some like live to the next generation like i don't know if if you remember um inspector gadget
1: i remember but, based on the live action movie
0: yeah inspector gadget was a huge cartoon um famous for having a, a girl named penny just like our cat penny <laughs> <laughs> Um, A huge cartoon. It, it was awesome because you get this detective slash secret agent slash, you know, guy that's got robotic, you know, bits to his, his body. That's super capable. And he's supposed to be solving all these crimes, but it's actually Penny and the dog that that were solving all the crimes. And he was just <laughs> stumbling upon, you know, what they had already solved. So that was always <laughs> great. Um, so, yeah, they did make that live action later on.
1: Did you not watch He-Man at all?
0: You know, He-Man was probably one of the biggest of the time. But I think it was just a matter of... And, and again, that was, I think, another Hasbro. Um, the, the story where, where I learned most of that story was the the history of Sega, the company Sega, because mm-hmm. the, the guy who made Sega... Uh, such a success in America came from Hasbro, and mm-hmm. he was he he did such a huge deal there. I think he um, was it Hasbro or Mattel, it, it was one of the two. Uh, yeah, was, I think it was Mattel because he made uh, Barbie famous oh, in, in okay. the eighties because Barbie was just a single doll for like right. a couple couple generations, and he made he made Barbie into something that everybody had to have. You know, hundreds of, and he also made the uh, the uh he-man characters because they're like we need to make a barbie for for boys because <laughs> <laughs> boys aren't buying too many barbies so let's make something so he made that and and that obviously was was fueled by a very successful um cartoon which i did watch a little bit but i never had any of the toys i think it was just a matter of you know, when when it's birthday time or Christmas time and mom and dad are going to buy something, they're not going to spread that out. You know, if you're already into Transformers or G.I. Joe, they're just going to keep on getting whatever the new Transformer G.I. Joe thing is because they know if you don't have it, it's going to be a hit for you. <laughs> um, so I think it was just a matter of being focused on those two main toys uh, that I never diversified out into He-Man, which, which is probably a good thing because there were just so many of those guys that... <laughs> It would have been overwhelming. Now, my best friend did have all the He-Man stuff, uh, which they were cool, but some of them were like really wacky, mm. like Merman and Moss Man and <laughs> Ram Man and just a lot of a lot of man.
1: Would you bring your toys out when watching the show? Like, oh, G.I. Joe's on. Let me grab my, my guys and, and fight along with the show. Would you do that or would you just watch and then play with them later?
0: I would, I would watch again. We were at that time we were probably like middle school. Mm. So
1: it was just cool to have them and not as cool to play it, with them. It,
0: it, yeah. It was more of a matter of collecting at that point. Mm. Um, cause I remember at my friend's house, we'd try to have like battles and we'd try to set up, <laughs> you know, different things. But with the GI Joe, the, the vehicles were always the coolest. They mm. had, you know, helicopters and tanks and all kinds of cool stuff. So the vehicles were really cool. Um, but, but yeah, we'd try to have like little battles, but a, a 12 year old's brain just isn't creative enough to you know, <laughs> to do a whole lot. So we'd end up just usually like being like, oh, cool. You got the new, uh, Zartan with the, you know, color changing mask or whatever, you know, it was, it was more of a, uh, like a, which, which character did you get this week, dude? <laughs> but yeah. Good stuff. So any, uh, any other cartoons come to mind as we were discussing?
1: I forgot one that um, I thought Danny might mention, um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a good and one. We, we had some of those toys, and I remember the, the heads would pop off, and mm. we would hot glue them back.
0: <laughs> oh, so much glue. <laughs> those things were so fragile. <laughs> like, they would last a day, those things. But they were the coolest toys in the coolest yeah. show.
1: And we had, like, a little car for them, and we might yeah. have had like a house I don't remember if we did or not but something. we ended up using like the the piano a lot for like houses and yeah. stuff because <laughs> yeah, the, the piano bench was the perfect height to like sit down at and, and play on um, but yeah
0: yeah that show was great and then the the house and mouse also a little much different theme more you know old oh, kid yeah. version of it because it was, it was all based like in a jazz club or something yeah yeah but they were—they would just play basically like shorts, and then they'd have the overarching story around the shorts. But that was a, that was a good show. And nightclub owned by one of them—I <laughs> forget who. <laughs> well, very cool. Well, this is a fun episode. Yeah. So, uh, thank you for coming up with that idea, Amber. Of and course,
1: I like my cartoons.
0: Yeah, <laughs> cartoons are cartoons are good. No matter what age you are, yeah, cartoons are not just for kids. That's that's the message we're trying to bring yeah. this episode.
1: I still watch cartoons, like Avatar: The Last Airbender. That was on when I was a kid, but I didn't watch it until a couple of years ago. <laughs> I suggest everyone go watch it. It's one of the best cartoons ever. I'll stand by that.
0: With the with the best uh, live action adaptation of any show ever.
1: Okay, we're getting a new one. We're getting a new live action <laughs> Avatar, and it's gonna be better.
0: And who's making that one?
1: Um, is it Netflix? I think it's Netflix. Is it? Yeah.
0: That'd be good.
1: But the the Korean guy from Lost, who is in uh, Saints Row, he's gonna be, I think, the main villain, Lord Ozai. Is
0: that Jin. Yeah. Jin. Okay. <laughs> cool. All right, so that's going to wrap up this episode of Cartoons We Grew Up With. We had a lot of fun with this. It was fun, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. Yep. Danny (laughs) nods while yawning. I caught
0: Danny (laughs) mid-yawn. So she had a nod. I'm like, that's not how podcasts work, Danny.
1: Oh, really?
2: (laughs)
0: The nod's not going to (laughs) work. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to check out the YouTube channel. We got stuff going on there. A couple videos every week of all types of different stuff. And other than that, as always, peace Peace out out and geek out. out. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.